What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, it's Dave here and I am with my co-host and my wife, Kathy. Hello. And uh, we are doing a little bit of a cinemeter today because uh, there is a movie on Sky Store that we've been meaning to watch for quite a while. Yes, so the movie is Prevenge, written and directed by Alice Lowe. And this is a movie we actually wanted to see months ago. Um, and actually, I just said, no, let's wait till I'm seven months pregnant, which is what the protagonist of this movie is, because I thought that would be quite fun. And then we've been so busy lately, I'm just, I think I'm just on the cusp of, of nearly being eight months. <laughs> but we'll take artistic license and just say, made it. I'm, I'm seven months. And yeah, so we're really excited about this movie. Right, so it's, explain what it's about. So it's written, directed by Alice Lowe. It's her first time as a writer-director. And it's a comedy, kind of dark slasher movie. And the premise, all I know really about it is, because I've steered clear of trailers and reviews, is that... At seven months pregnant, the protagonist um, starts murdering people, and apparently the baby is the one. Te- she reckons the, the baby, baby's telling her. Baby's to, telling her to do it, to and apparently it's quite gory, dark slasher. It sounds like great fun. Yeah, I know her from. Well, I, I didn't recognize her, but I looked her up, and I uh, I know her from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. She was the lead. Uh, female character ah, okay oh, I hadn't realised that with the terrible blonde wig that's a great show if anyone hasn't seen it um, so like I think it by all accounts is really good it's at 95% on Rotten Tomatoes everyone gave it good reviews but I'm I'm not much for like real gore so hopefully if it's done in a comedic way I won't mind it yeah, you're not much of a, of a horror no I'm not but I'm just so impressed that someone would have and I read that the turnaround was really tight. Like, this isn't something that had been written a long time ago. She pitched it and wrote it all, like, quite late in her pregnancy and then shot the whole thing in a couple of weeks because of, you know, natural time constraints when you're heavily so pregnant. So what gave her the idea? Did you read that? Was it was her baby actually telling her to do <laughs> I it? don't think so, no. Has, has our baby told you to do anything? Well, I wouldn't tell you, would I? <gasps> yeah. What does it sound like? <laughs> no. But no, I don't know what, what drove her to write it. I guess she just had an idea and it's yeah, such a great idea. one. What? Did you say something? <laughs> So anyway, I'm just so impressed because I can like barely go to work and come home and do the occasional podcast being seven months pregnant, so... Yes, uh, which, is why, which is why we're not going to the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy is always tired. Yes. Um, so we are going to sit on the couch. You might be able to tell that we are not sitting on the couch currently because we are doing the next laziest thing, which is walking to the fish and chip shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, we don't do this very often. We haven't tried fish and chips in our new town yet and there's quite a nice looking one, so... Really, we're just testing the waters academically. <laughs> yeah, local fish yeah, and I'm going to say that to the fish and chips guy. <laughs> uh, sorry, yes, uh, we're we're just testing the waters here yeah. academically speaking. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. And uh, next time we card, talk, please. we will be on our couch post review. Uh, yes, and we will see you then. 
Hi. I was doing sort of a horror voice there. Did you like that? No. It was sort of a Vincent Price. It wasn't scary. Thing. I hope we get to hear the baby in this, by the way, and we don't just hear her telling us about it. That would be quite funny. Oh, would that the be, baby that, be like but that? Could be borderline kind of silly, then, right? <laughs> well, I think we know things <laughs> are a bit silly. Anyway. Almost. Yeah. Well, how how can they tastefully do that? Not tastefully, but how can they do that without it being a complete farce? I don't know. We'll find out. Bye. If, if the baby's voice is Bruce Willis, best movie ever. It won't be. Okay, bye. bye. We've got to eat the fish and chips now. I'm really sorry about your loss, and I know it's been very difficult for you. At the end of the day, you've got this force of nature now inside you. Baby knows what to do. Baby will tell you what to do. It's just nature's way. I think nature's a bit of an arse, though, don't you? You're getting better at this. I'm not in control. Don't want to know what's in there. I'm scared of her. I would swap her to have him fuck. She can't hear you. Alright, so we've uh, we've just finished Prevenge. We are on the couch. I'm very, very full because those fish and chips were enormous. Insanely. We went for the large. We we got one portion between us and we thought we'll get a large because we wanted, you know, enough for the two of us. But I swear that would feed eleven people. Yeah. We I took a photo, I'm gonna put it on Twitter after we did this after we do this episode. So the photo is how much we each had and then that's accepting the fact that there was at least four times more chips than that left in the bag. Yeah, there's a huge... They're still there. Ew. They're kind of haunting me. I feel really sick now. The thought of those chips in I, there. They were excellent, though. I felt sick, I would say, with after two chips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's not very good. I need to remember that my appetite is not what it used to be. So now. you can take about two chips these days and there were roughly 250 chips yeah. <laughs> in that bag. Yes. Anyway, I don't think anyone's listening to us to hear about our local chipper. That's our spin-off podcast, the uh, Fish and Chip Mile. Fish and Chip Mile, but there's only two fish and chip shops in the town, so once we've gone to the other one, that's it then, the review's over. (laughs) Yeah, it's only two episodes of podcast. No, then we'll do a third episode where we compare the two. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so Prevenge. Let's just do like brief thoughts, and then we'll go to the spoiler couch. The spoiler couch? Yeah. Did you just coin that? I did, yeah. Oh. Um, so this is only our second time doing a cinemeter so the first time we did Look Who's Talking Yeah. now we're doing Prevenge all baby related all baby related and our next one is going to be Three Men and a Baby because loads of people have mailed and tweeted us saying they want us to do that which would be quite fun Um, I'm looking forward to watching that I can't wait so it'd probably be a lot more fun than this movie Prevenge (laughs) right my overall feeling very briefly is I really admire her for making it I think it's really unique and interesting and obviously done with a low budget and yeah, I I think she's a great actress as well. So overall, I really applaud her. In terms of the movie itself, it's very dark. I guess it's like a a prenatal depression and psychosis and grief. So they're all very dark themes. Like I didn't find it particularly funny, and I, I thought I the thought it was very set up was really good. Like the first act, I really liked, but for me, it ran out of steam towards the end. Okay, I thought it was very funny, uh, but very very dark. I agree with you there. Black, like, the, the, but but the comedy the comedy was there. I, well, I laughed out loud several yeah, times. Yeah, I got a few laughs, but I wouldn't have classed it as a comedy. She's a good comic actress. She's a good comic writer. She's a good um, emotional actress and she's, too. Yeah, very 
she nailed the the, the drama, um, as you said. The I really liked this movie. I thought it was very good. Um, yeah, it definitely ran out of steam in the middle. I guess we'll talk about a little more about it in the spoiler couch. It was a but long I, ninety minutes. But the end, yeah, it, yeah, didn't. This is another kind of movie. Like we talked about this with with Chris Hewitt on the My Life as a as a, as a courgette. Um, sixty six minutes. I'm gonna like. I don't think I can e- ever gonna get over that. No, because this ninety minutes. If this had been seventy five, it would have been such a better movie. Yeah, just tighter. I feel like everyone feels like they need to hit some sort of standard, some ninety minute mark. You're not a movie. Not true, people. Not true, movie makers. Uh, you can make a movie that's an hour. It's still a feature, and it's it. It would still be good. This movie. Yeah, to be would've... fair, though, look, like she. It was only ninety minutes. It could have been longer. Yeah. But like, not, I don't think it was like you know. That's a minor criticism. I thought it was. I thought it. It's very original. It's very gory. It's uh, quite suspenseful. I liked. Um, I liked how the whole plot played out and unraveled bit by bit. Um, yeah, I liked the story. The exposition was good, and the soundtrack was really interesting. Yeah, the soundtrack was cool. I meant to look up uh, who did that before we started recording. <laughs> maybe we'll do I did later. hear her talking about it actually on soundtracking. On our friend Edith Bowman's podcast. Yes. And by friend, you I mean call we her met her. Friend. We, we met her at the podcast <laughs> awards. <laughs> she was very nice. <laughs> and she wrote a I nice do- tweet about us. I doubt she refers to us as. Oh, her I'm friends. sure she does. Yeah. Oh, have you met my friends Dave and Kathy? Yeah. <laughs> um, so actually, I had listened to her, and I thought it was it's a really good soundtrack. It's like a synth soundtrack. It really reminded me of Humans, the Channel Four show. Yeah, I feel like synth is getting a bit overdone lately, though. Don't you think? Okay, so we had aside s- from Humans, Stranger Things. And then the guest, uh, which I think is actually the same guys did those two soundtracks. Um, n- not to criticize those guys, which is both amazing soundtracks, but it feels like horror movies doing synth was a thing in the 80s. Obviously came back now recently because it's retro. And now I think it's in danger of being a bit overdone. But well, again, I liked it though because it kind of captured the madness of her. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying anything against it. this soundtrack because I thought the whole soundtrack was excellent. I'm just saying... It's definitely becoming a, a bit of a fad, um, and I worry. By that fad, you named three other examples. Yeah, well, uh, it follows. There's another one, very recent, another great soundtrack. Okay, but basically, my point is, they're all the basic soundtracks, so keep doing it. But there's a danger of the pickup becoming a, a bit too much. Okay, and now will you join me on the spoiler sofa? I think I've just realised that sounds better than spoiler couch. Yeah, Spoilers you were literally fun. hearing this segment <laughs> okay. evolve as we go. Do you? Do we have to go to the other sofa? No, because I'm not getting up. <laughs> uh, uh, so so spoiler like sofa. Sofas. It's we're the, not in America. It's the spoiler sofa because it's alliterative. Um, okay. Spoiler sofa. Actually, this isn't a welcome spoiler, but um, to the spoiler sofa. spoiler sofa. Does it, it was, have its own theme song? It. We'll think of. We'll think of one. Spoiler. Spoiler sofa. That's not it. That's not it. Um, one thing that I have to say that isn't uh, is nothing it's not a spoiler but I'm really glad I waited till I was the same amount of pregnant as her to watch it because I thought that was really fun was <laughs> it a really immersive oh you it got was a, really you immersive. got a kick um... I was getting a kick when she got a kick at one of the plot points which yeah. was quite cool oh we're it on was... spoiler sofa so we can you can say what the plot point was she's at the she's at the maternity uh, she's mainly the midwife and the midwife um no said she was getting it was when she was lying mm-hmm. on the sofa of the guy's apartment the really nice oh, guy oh the really nice guy that she had um, to so let's go back so in terms of the plot then and we're on spoiler sofa now so no complaints for us spoiling this 
um, it, I like the way it was a bit of a slow setup before we found out that her partner had died and then we found out he died from an incident of rope climbing and then we find out that's why she's killing people because at the start the first two people she killed were such like kind of like disgusting sleazes that you it, it could have seemed arbitrary and then as it went on we realised there's a motive behind it all no I realised there was a motive behind it all when the title came up and it said prevenge <laughs> okay I, I actually hadn't how disgusting was the DJ he was oh. so gross oh wait no I thought you were referring to what happened to him when he's like well he, but before actually, what happened to him happened when he's like oh I like fat birds and then he vomits into his own wig and then starts snogging her like it, he was outrageous but he was a, he was a caricature of like if you if you were to sit down and write the most obnoxious human being which she did deliberately com- but it was complete comedy I oh yeah he was that that was what he it was, was funny comically the first like, two murders horrible. were funny and then it got weird after that I mean he the was so disgusting and he funny. even said he even said like oh like I can't wait for my mom to die so I can inherit money off her I know but actually that a lot of the characters didn't quite they felt a bit too much like a caricature except towards the end that the, was intentional though the people started but when a bit when that guy's out. balls got cut off oh stop you were so upset by that I didn't care at all I um, just felt more sick from the smell of fish and chips <laughs> I, was, I was like please no. move those fish Gary, and chips away from me you don't have testicles you don't know what it's like uh, to constantly um, be in fear of them being sliced open it by a, by a mad person fear. no do, you, you have a how often do you think about that happening you okay no I was joking the, <laughs> <laughs> at least once a day no twice but a day? you're very aware of, of your testicles as a very like exposed uh, uh, sore point or a, a weakness basically. I didn't even realise I thought she cut his willy off Oh, I was, I leapt out of my chair. It was disgust. I like, I, I, it's the thought of it. Do you know, like, even the thought of anything happening to your testicles is like, uh, it's like, okay, it, we've it talked about your feel... testicles enough, Kiri. You're very upset by this. Um, but yeah, but, I just think, for me, it's um, instinctual. For me, I think overall, I don't think we need to go in death by death. That was like the goriest. And then it was just a sad moment when she met a really nice guy and she ended up killing him because he witnessed. That was really sad because he was a really, really nice to her, like exceptionally nice to her and she killed him and she felt guilty. But she was obviously having like psychotic problems and like even you, I think it was obvious to me, I didn't think it was, I don't know if it was obvious to you that she's moved away from where she's supposed to live and it's just like staying in a hotel, like planning these murders. Like it's all really yeah. strange. How about her book as well? The um, Oh my God, her book with those drawings. is so crazy. That did make me laugh, actually, the first time we saw the drawings. Oh, and we have to discuss the fact that, yes, the baby does have a voice that's like, hello, mommy. Yeah, I thought it was a bad decision. It was sounded, I actually thought it was, and I even IMDb'd, but it's not her, the woman who does Moaning, Moaning Myrtle, Myrtle from Harry Potter, because that's what it sounded like. Harry, so, so scary. Yeah. Mommy murdered them. I thought it was, again, it was almost too close to comical it lost it lost a bit of the uh, the impact for me because it was just laughable. but then it got really bad. scary by the end I thought the baby's voice like I was afraid of when it was born what it was going to do and then it was just this perfectly nice little baby I liked that though I liked that it, that was good that it was just in her own head and then she realised that okay let's talk about the very end there very briefly while we're at that because what do you think that meant I thought I thought it was like she finally realised that she was the one who the voice was her she was working through the grief she had psychosis and 
Because before that point, she genuinely thought it was the baby telling her. Like, before yeah. she I didn't have the baby inside her anymore. And then she's like, oh, that's just a normal baby. Yeah. Which also, I would say, was entirely inaccurate because she's supposed to be, like, seven months pregnant. And or maybe the character is supposed to be a, bit, a little bit later than that. But she gives, she has a baby, a premature baby. And then the baby's just fine. It's not in an incubator or anything. That baby was so cute. Yeah, the baby was cute. That's the issue you want to pick. Well, no, I just thought like, oh, that's a bit anyway, inaccurate. We're supposed to talk about the ending. Oh, sorry. Well, that was pretty much the ending. <laughs> just brought up the incubator bit, and then she just leaves the baby, which I thought was so, quite okay. interesting. She's left. Yeah, she left the baby, but that's deliberate because oh, yeah, I think she she's realised she's, she's an unfit mother, and I think she's gone. We, I think, where we thought it was going, or where I thought it was going, was that she goes to where her um, partner died. She makes peace with it, lights, lights a little vigil to him, and then you kind of think. I thought she was she going to commit suicide. Him. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe she's going to commit suicide, but she sees a sort of a, his ghost on the cliff, and it sort of seems to imply, oh, she's coming to peace with this. You know, she's also um, it's all about the morality of what she's doing. That's what the midwife was saying the whole time. You know, uh, you need to do what's right, not what's wrong. And then she's finally sort of figured it out. She says, "I've uh, you know I've done some very bad things," and she sees him, and you think, oh, she's made peace with it. She's going to be with him. Either she's going to kill herself, or she's just going to make the right decision. But then it turns out, no, she's just gone to where uh, her last victim was. And then she goes fucking mental and then it ended. And so she does I that thing she had been doing earlier on in the movie with her yeah, hands up in the air. Yeah. So I presume she just went and killed him and possibly herself. That's how I read it. And she, she just I read it that she might have through. killed him and then just gone on the run. And that's why she left the baby. Oh, maybe. Because she seems to have unlimited funds if she lives in a hotel and doesn't have a job. Um, but did you think as well, they didn't explicitly say it, but I kind of suspected that maybe her partner cut his own rope. I thought that would have been a good twist. No, Ex- except I don't that, think that happened. Uh, but then it would have meant that none of them were evil. And she oh, would right, been, if he had done it to save yeah, them. Yeah, he did it to save them. No, I but don't think that's the case. Though. Actually, I think the guy did it, but with the guy's consent, it seemed. I don't know, there seemed to be more to the story that the guy was hinting at. I mean, I thought it was really stupid of the instructor when she's got her barbaric um, face makeup on and a knife and she's like trying to murder him. And he goes, oh, by the way, your boyfriend told me he was like about to dump you right before he died. <laughs> yeah, did I mention that? <laughs> yeah, did I mention yeah. that? Why? Yeah, people, there were so many, I know it's a horror movie, but the people made so many stupid decisions like the um, the one, uh, the, the woman who she, po- she poses as a charity uh, person and kind of breaks into her home and then, she tries to attack her, but she gets away, goes into the living room, and then you think, "Oh, how's she gonna defend herself?" And she puts on boxing gloves. That was, I guess, it was it was played for laughs. She but also then, wouldn't have realized that the woman had a knife. I guess. But yeah, but even the the protagonist said, "What are you doing? That looks really stupid." But actually, we both flagged that that was the point of the movie where this has kind of gone on too long. She was going through her list again, and then you're like, "Oh, there's more people to kill." I think that whole scene could have been dropped didn't really add anything it was just for comic effect yeah um, I think that that was exactly when I was like I'm over it but I wasn't over it and I'm actually really glad we watched it and I think you know I really admire her for doing it like it's so cool to get a movie like that off the ground at short notice with distribution financing and like it looked good it had a good soundtrack and all the acting was really good so I totally admire the whole thing um, yeah I mean we're, yeah. We're, we're picking it apart just because we're reviewing it yeah but I thought it, I thought it was really like I can, good. I, I totally really like I think it's really cool, and it's like a British film, and like I like everything about it. But it just it was very dark, and I I had heard that, but I think I was expecting 
it to be a bit funnier but actually I feel it just like a little bit sad after watching it I found I found it was almost too funny like I would have preferred it I think I didn't I didn't have a problem with the the comic dialogue because the comic dialogue was like bang on like when she's talking like some of her do- her conversations with the baby were very yeah, funny the baby like, was quite funny kids are so demanding these days mommy buy me a playstation mommy murder that man <laughs> and <laughs> like, when the baby says some... I don't want a new daddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah or the, when uh, when the guy uh, the guy says oh the baby's saying I've just learned to do a to do a, a boogaloo mommy and uh, the baby goes no I'm saying fuck you <laughs> <laughs> uh, like there were some very funny bits but I felt like some of the comic scenarios like the boxing glove and uh, some of the other bits just felt kind of out of place. I wanted the, I wanted the horror to be a bit more. Yeah, for me it wasn't. And a bit less funny. I think for me, well, I didn't find it as funny as you, and I didn't find it scary at all. So I, I just felt really sad because I was just thinking, and I guess probably because of the condition I'm in, I just was thinking, oh my god, it would be so terrible. Like if something happened to you and I was on my own, and if you're having like you know psychological problems and grief you're grieving and you're having like you know prenatal depression and psychosis and all these things and for me that was all very dark so i couldn't i i just was a bit was it all a bit too real for you well it was just a bit you know that's really sad like all that stuff that was happening and that a, a sadness for me doesn't quite fit in with slasher or comedy um and i just felt really sorry for the protagonist and i felt really sorry for everyone involved because that's a terrible thing to happen if you're climbing a mountain and you have to cut the rope on someone. And then turns out one of them, his wife was pregnant and she says, oh, I'm going to do the same thing to his wife. But ultimately she does it in the end. She's yeah. like putting another woman in the same situation as her. And then it's really sad when the baby's born because she can't actually connect with it because in her head the baby was this little this freak. <laughs> and then it's actually born and she's like, oh, it's she's just like, a normal oh, baby. normal baby. Yeah. Oh, didn't get the demon. Who I maintain should have been in, a, in an incubator, but maybe I'm wrong. My medical <laughs> Stop knowledge. The incubator. My medical knowledge isn't up to much. What did you think? I thought the midwife, the midwife's dialogue was a little too like a spelling out the themes of the movie. Yeah, like, I enjoyed uh, the midwife. So she was a bit of lightness in the. She movie was funny. Yeah. She was a funny character. But you know, she she basically she, some of her lines were so on the nose. Like uh, she she was like, "I'm sorry, we had to do uh, an emergency cesarean." But sometimes you have to make that cut. And you wouldn't say that about so- to someone about this cesarean. You yeah. wouldn't say you have to make that cut. It's like, oh, thanks it's a lot. Because it I really enjoyed the um, visual of the cesarean. I thought that was cool. Um, I did not. Oh, um, I, I thought was, that was cool. I thought it was. But yeah, I enjoyed I'm not the really into gory stuff, and particularly, I don't know. I, yeah, I thought, ooh. And, um, you were watching what's that Channel Four show? One born every minute yeah. recently, and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> well, good luck to you then when you have to watch birth <laughs> but yeah no, I think... i'm gonna be up the the other side of the curtain with you assuming, although there is no curtain. i'm getting a c-section there's only, <laughs> no, you're there's not. only a curtain if i mean a like if you're getting a c-section i'm not um... gonna be down there with <laughs> like whatever anyway um yeah so overall i really admire it and i think it's really interesting and cool and i'm glad we watched it can i can i bring up what you said to me um you said this really weird thing in the middle of the movie. Well, that's because I wanted you well, to move the fish and chips because the smell was no, making me so sick. Yeah, yeah, but then I did. Then you were moving the the table over here, um, and there was a glass of water on it, and you were like moving this three pronged uh, table by two of its prongs, so it was like completely tilting, and the water was about to. This spill. is really interesting gave, for our listeners. I didn't need to go into that much <laughs> detail, but basically, you were about to spill a glass of water, and I, I gave it to you and I said, "Watch out." And then you turned to me like this, almost like this really cold, sinister way. <laughs> and you looked at me and you said, I wrote it down actually. You said, 
forevermore you owe me <laughs> because you wouldn't have a baby without me. <laughs> it's like, and you, it's almost like you didn't even realize, you said it with such seriousness. You weren't joking. <laughs> but I, and yeah. then you, then I pointed out to you how mad that was. And then you just started laughing. I think but I was what, getting. Where caught did up, that come from? got up in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another hour of that movie, and I'll be like slashing people. Oh, very scary. Um, yeah, I don't know where that came from, but basically, I was like, "Shut up, moaning about the glass of water." But basically, if so I spill I, it, you can clean it. So what I owe you now <laughs> for the rest of my life because because you're, we're having a baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems fair. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, well, I've nothing else to say. No, about I mean, we're on the spoiler sofa, so if you've gotten this far, you've either seen it or you don't care about it. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah, and in which case, you've missed out, because I would say I would recommend this to, to people. Yeah, and we said we rented it from Sky Store, and then afterwards we realised we'd never actually checked if it was on Netflix for free or not. <laughs> oh! um, yeah. But anyway, do you know what? I'm, I'm actually happy to support the movie and pay a bit of money towards it. So, yes, yeah. and big sh- like Alice Lowe, good effort, um, amazing, amazing. I mean, so impressive. I, she, I, I can't believe she wrote. And I just kept and thinking, she's—I've she's never a serious talent. To my knowledge, not ever watched something fictional, but where the leading actress is actually pregnant. Yeah, it was cool. It was real, like playing a pregnant person. Yeah, uh, really interesting. I just love it. I just thought that was really cool. So yeah, overall, I think you know, great British independent movie. Yeah, yeah, totally recommend. All right, well. um we will be doing more cinemeters down the line. Going to do three men and a baby next. If you have any suggestions for any other baby-related uh, sitting-at-home movies you'd yes. like us to do, and then to be fair, going forward, they don't always have to be baby-related. They could yes, just they be because we can't Forever. get to the cinema until we run out of baby <laughs> no. movies. Because um, there's probably not that many good ones, so um, we don't always have to do it this way. And we might do it. We might do a different one next month. We'll see. Yeah. So let us know. Um, what baby related movie I'm just ignoring what you're saying <laughs> send us baby send us baby movie suggestions at uh, on Twitter at the cinemile we're on Facebook at the cinemile or you can email us um, the cinemile at uh, at gmail.com oh yeah we always forget to say our gmail address yeah. and we've had a few really nice emails from listeners lately oh and on that note actually we uh, we had an email from one of our listeners uh, got it here Greg Hartwell and uh, Greg wrote in because we actually said a while ago well, we complained that we weren't getting any emails and so Greg wrote in and he actually sent us one though I think part of the problem is we never mention our email address no uh, which so is thecinemile at gmail.com Greg thank you very much for your email uh, and he um, him and his his wife Maeve who's also Irish um, recently had uh, a baby baby Isla she's very sent us a picture here look she's very, very cute, cute. So, so thanks Greg Greg and Maeve uh, congratulations to you both um, and we hope your pregnancy wasn't like the one in Prevent. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, uh, baby Isla. I, she doesn't look like the kind of per, a person who'd have a creepy voice. No, she looks much. Although the, the baby in Prevent was very cute as well, but Isla's also very cute. So yeah, and also please subscribe to us on iTunes if you don't already, and leave us a review. That would be much appreciated. Um, five yes. stars and over. Well, you always do this. <laughs> what, and also, what's over? You kind of have more than well, five stars. Therefore, they have one option. <laughs> five stars are none. Stop trying to elicit <laughs> five-star reviews. I mean, obviously, we would pr- much prefer a five-star review. We would. And, and that really helps We're us. just rambling now because we're on the couch. But please... But actually, no, please just give us a five-star. Yeah, and let us know what other cine meters you would like us to watch. Okay, yeah. bye. That's what I said already. I know, said it again. Just signing off. Bye. Okay, Bye. It was completely unnecessary to kill that man. He was really nice. He was a sock.
sacrifices I've had to make. What sacrifices? Children these days are really spoiled. Like, mummy, I want a PlayStation. Mummy, I want you to kill that man. 